Oh, yeah. Happy comic book day. And thank you to Bad Mary for that too sweet play-in. Welcome all you four-color funny book aficionados. This is U.S. Comics Cast, Chapter 2, Episode 23, Two Topics, 60 Minutes for the People. Of course, I'm John Rivera, the CEO and co-founder of U.S. Comics. Charmed, I'm sure. And that makes me your hybrid panda, the co-founder, the co-host, and your favorite Long Island I see, Charlie motherfucking Rivera, Damn. my brother. Happy Charlie. comic book day to you, my friend. Charlie is coming through with the profanity before the two minute mark that is that's how i fucking that's roll. impressive this show is for adults and anyone who's willing to watch <laughs> i could see that i could definitely see that look um i think that your fire is certainly well deserved not because it's two thousand degrees outside and in actuality everything is literally on fire no 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 i mean just because of the plethora of news that is just flying around the air. Charlie looking up some news on his phone right now like he don't give a damn. That's but the right. fact of the matter is that there is stuff popping off. Loki drops today. Yes. Damn, um, Dungeons and Dragons has begun production. So go ahead and roll a spell or some kind of crazy nerdy bullshit that Friend Jordan is going to have to explain us, too. Uh, Indiana Jones 5 set pictures oh, have dropped. Baby. My man. My man, good. Harrison, wearing the fedora, wearing the, the tan on tan with the leather bomber ensemble. It's like only, only he can do. And you can pull off because you got that nice skin. Here That's we go. why it's the light you know, tansky. Got to moisturize, bro. Stay out of the sun. Uh, what else is even happening? Damn bloody... Keaton Batman suit pictures. Oh. Cheap, just cheap everywhere you look. There they are. Damn, why the last man? Archer season 12. And what we do in the shadows get premiere dates for their most uh, recent upcoming seasons. So there is news aplenty. But, but I have to say. Tell me now. In my expert opinion. As CEO of U.S. Comics, the most shocking news was my own dear brother, who cannot take his peepers off of that phone right now. I'm sharing. <laughs> the pure hatred, dare I say the animosity, that is thrown towards Queen's own Peter Parker. Well. What? The actual no fuck. no no. It's not about heat. It's not about just like this weird thing where there's something popular and I'm like nah. It's not that. It's not I am like taking. I, yeah, that's my normal. That's this is comic book day. This is uh, the day after Ghostbuster day. This is a glorious episode of U.S. Comics Cast, and I am taking Webhead. I am taking Webhead Dude. to court. You ready for it? Cause I walk like, around. Oh you're shit! You're like Venom. You are like oh he brought. He's about to the, get. I'm lawyered. not present. 
So Charlie has to go ahead and have the pre-tie tie on. Gotta appreciate that. That's right. Um, I can't waste time. But also as well as the, uh, possibly a new segment if this goes over well. I'm taking him to U.S. Comics Court. Wow. I got to take that down before we get removed. Mother sucker, Peter Parker, Spider-Man, dare I say you are not a hero, my friend, but you are a zero. And I'm going to leave it up to my brother and our comment section. I expect them to chime in live on Facebook, live on YouTube, live on Twitch. I want you people to try to defend it because I think Spider-Man, not a hero. He is not, He is little more oh than God. an Instagram slash cam girl desperate to social climb and better his own situation john my dear brother what do you tell people uh no i'll tell you i'll tell you because i know you hate when i kick it to you like that i want you <laughs> to tell me uh have you ever heard the statement like power corrupts absolutely right absolutely Power corrupts absolutely. Yes, sure. I'm very familiar with the term, counselor. My my argument has always been a character like, I don't know, let's say the granddaddy of all modern superheroes, the man of steel himself, Clark Kent, yes. embodies the fact that that's bull sugar. You can give someone a ton of power, and if they're a good person, they do good stuff with it. By all accounts, I, I give to you and I give to the court. Hmm. Superman did not search out fame right no he did it. certainly he, not he found true love as clark kent and also kind of superman and it kind of combated with the lady yeah, with jimmy olsen I'm exactly right i would argue that spider-man is just a social climbing little hmm. b-i-h let me ask you a question john how would Jeez. you describe peter parker as a hero Sure, as what? But what about the man behind the mask, little Peter Parker? Did he grow up wealthy? Did he grow up in a mini mansion? No, his stupid parents died to get away from him. That's my theory. They crashed that plane. I'd argue the Parker. Wow, I possibly can't believe terrorists. that Marvel ended your contract just like that with this source material that's flowing so freely. Peter no, I, I'll go ahead and I'll interject. This will be my opening statement sure. to the to the people, to the sure. jury, which obviously has to be populated exclusively with uh, uh, tweens heroes because you have to be judged by yeah, your- it's like you know, invincible. <laughs> it's like everyone who hasn't quite hit puberty yet at the beginning of their story. Kick asses in there. Exactly right. Whatever. So, um. No, I would say that here is a, here is a young man uh, whose value comes purely from his smarts. He's a thinker, oh, not yeah. a stinker, like <laughs> our boy Apollo told us, um, right? Just making his way in the world could have been like a, uh, could have been a mid eighties after school uh, sitcom. Like his story was pretty straightforward. Certainly as a young gentleman growing up in the Brooklyn, Queens area, I associated with him a young man just doing the best he can. He is blessed by an accident that bequeaths on, upon him uh, spider powers. Just just a little bit shy before saving Uncle Ben, but look, nobody's perfect. Um, he's a young man. Nobody's he's not perfect. A, he's, not a <laughs> he's not a military trained killer. Sure. He's not, a, uh, he's not a he's not a maniacal. Yeah, ah, look, the burden of proof is on you, you son of a bitch. I'm gonna talk to that 
What's that, Judge? Oh, shut the fuck up. All right. I, I, I go ahead. I turn it over to the prosecution. Let's begin at the beginning. Let's talk Peter Parker love interests. Peter Parker, right. the love of his life, his would-be wife, then it wasn't his wife, and then he sold his soul to get his wife, but not his wife because they needed to reboot the book. Uh, of course we're talking about his high school sweetheart, Mary Jane. Ah, no, before stupid Mary Jane was Gwen Stacy. Let me ask you a question. What was Gwen's, what was Gwen's financial situation? Her Look, parents, I'm going to go ahead and uh, going to have to, start calling the objection right away because to refer to Mary Jane as stupid, I think Charlie is hateful rhetoric. Oh, because she's a supermodel. She must be stupid, huh? She knew she was smart enough to go with her natural red hair color, knowing that if Wendy could do it, then she could go ahead and pull it off and become a, a bigger star than any certain sure. Spider-Man villain. But that being said, yes, I concur. Gwen Stacy is love of Peter's life, numero uno. So, counselor, answer the question. What is her financial status? What sort of family does she come from? Uh, well, if I'm not mistaken, I mean, certainly they went to high school together. Sure. So they, they, they're in relatively similar ec uh, economic uh, situations. Sure. What, what do you, in, in, the, in the parlance of, of high school, <laughs> would she be considered a, um, like a brain is she like considered a brainy chick or what would be the first sort of a tribute that high school boys would throw Gwen Stacy's way? Is it that she has oh, a, a, a winner's, a winner's personality? She's no, a looker. No. She's oh. a looker and she can pull off those severe bangs. Of course, so, you know, she's basically a hero too. She's a looker. She so is. the love of Peter Parker's high school life, uh -huh. who, by the way, he like let kind of die when he snapped her neck. But we'll put that aside. Let? Oh, yeah. my goodness. I would say uh, Peter Parker's romantic feelings weren't based on her winning personality, which, of course, she had. It was based exclusively on her looks. I would argue wow. that this first high school infatuation carries over for the entire rest of his romantic life because let's just talk about this. Uh Gorgeous blonde, sure, sure. Who's number? Who's next online? Mary Jane Watson, a woman you just identified as a lady who's able to pull off natural, delicious red hair, who rockets to fame and fortune because of right here the money maker, right? And uh, uh, no, I have to object right there again. Object Wasn't away. just because of the money maker. She was built like a mcmansion that you currently try to defile so not so only, it wasn't just her looks it was also she her to carry it around like a champ redonk body fair enough so when he took a little pause when yeah. he said me and mary jane maybe aren't gonna work out let me go ahead and date someone else clearly he would choose someone with values that matched his own someone he could bring home to aunt may ah uh -uh. he starts smashing a super villain who happens to be another absolute bomb piece, also so, as well as very just, much just, rich. Just so we can clarify this list of uh, uh, nonsensical crimes. So your issue with Peter Parker is that he has the audacity to be attracted to bomb pieces? I could, no, no, see? If I, that's you, the case, my friends, 
Lock me up. You know what the difference is, though, John? I happen to yes. know that while you're not chasing either wealthy or delicious trim, which we all know you both do daily, nightly, and ever so rightly, like your daredevil himself, I hear I happen Ugh. to love and respect. But Just the fact that you referred to it as trim kind of makes me feel like the jury is going to be on my side. But I, please go on. I disagree with that assessment, but I will uh continue because ellis brings up a very good point in our chat section he tried to throw out an objection every comic book woman back then was a looker it is a fantastic point from our wonderful and intelligent jury Look, but i will ellis, say this ellis is on my clearly on my side of the defense at this point but i do have to respectfully disagree oh Aunt may was not a looker in the doing, comics doing However, my job for me in the current uh cinematic iteration it's it's almost like Pete doesn't want to hang out with Uggos, but we'll get to that in a second. You know what? One could very easily, the objection I was expecting from our chat section was, well, Daredevil loves a nice, you know, a nice tasty apple. He's feeling risks he to make sure that they're delicious and whatnot, like he's Ray Charles after a concert. But... <laughs> Who is Daredevil's best friend? Foggy Nelson, a poor chubby asshole, right? Who is Peter Parker's best friend? Listen. What social circle does Pete always seem to find himself in, in the comic book universe and the cinematic universe? John, would uh, you describe all of Pete's best friends or mentors as insanely wealthy men? Men of power, men of are you privilege? calling Peter a man whore now? I am calling. Are Peter you saying that he the is ultimate man whore, the Queen's uh, Lolita? Oh, not only am I saying it, I am throwing out irreputable oh. facts. Uh, you're, you're just not, ladies and gentlemen of the jury. I must protest this slanderous, slanderous assault on a young hero who's just trying to go about the world doing the best that he can okay granted now here's the thing and and this is where i do take up section i begin to take a, a objection with your initial assault please and I'll throw do it right my back friend. to you so <clears throat> prior to him having powers and being ripped up like he was working in the front uh front doors of abercrombie in the mall in the early 2000s all right, prior to that, when he was just a can't see shit without my glasses, bumping into walls, uh -huh. nerd who was just getting by on his brains, on his smarts, and his natural photographic abilities, Charlie, who was his, uh, who was his uh, uh, amorous affection uh, thrown at at that point? Did he have, I don't know, another uh, a love interest or like someone that he was pining for prior? To him getting his powers uh i mean gwen no no he did not he was still had the, the thump 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 was still for gwen stacy so the fact that you're saying oh well he only went after a bomb piece uh once he got his powers no he went he was infatuated in love with her the entire period of time that being said when a superhero takes it upon themselves to come up with an alternate uh, with a secret identity, why do they do that perchance? Is it because they think that only uh, a mask? Look, people don't want to wear masks now when there are pandemics flying Valid. through the air, much less super villains. 
Spider-Man, your boy, a.k.a. Peter Parker, said, you know what? I'm going to wear an over-the-head mask, even cover up my ears, not because it matches my uh, my web suit, but because I want to protect those loved ones. I object, my delightful counselor. I object because that is not why Superman, why Superman, why Spider-Man put on the goofy web suit. It is not why he covered his face. It's because he wanted fame and fortune because I just I hate to admit it, you are I already swaying the jury. Remember, Ellis I distinct Tellus <laughs> has flip-flopped like a fucking like a like a, like the coin toss at the Super Bowl. I Thanks would a lot, like, Ellis. I would like to bring to the jury and the court's attention that this man, his first instinct was to use his amazing powers not to save people, not to get cats out of trees and save babies. It was to become a pro wrestler. Now, John, I ask you, while he was yes. pining for Gwen Stacy with no she muscles wasn't. and 1084 vision, because he was a bobblehead little geek, He's like, did, he, did he spend a lot of time hanging out at pro wrestling shows? Uh-uh! It wasn't until he had an unfair advantage and web powers oh. that he decided to try to make Bonesaw pay. And that brings me to my other point. Not oh, only cow. is he only about hot girls girls for the fact that they are hot not to say that these women don't have wonderful traits i think mm. each and every one of these characters happens to be a lovely well-rounded person that another marvel sure. superhero or any superhero even some super villains would absolutely love them for their personalities not exclusively their looks but i also tell the court he was just a fame whore until he got ripped off on a payday it's bad enough that he's a fame whore it's bad enough that he's a social client <laughs> But the minute his envelope was a little bit light, envelope's a little bit light, he's going to allow a criminal to run past him. And only when he accidentally causes the death of his uncle, he caused Uncle Ben, rest in peace, rest in No power, more rice you, for you, Pete. You rice-selling bitch. <laughs> only then he decides, I'm going to be a hero, but also kind of a problematic social climber because even as Spider-Man, true or false, he has at one point or another been a member of the Fantastic Four, the Avengers, the X-Men, any social status that he can achieve, any group he can make himself social part of status. and get the rub, get the rub. Oh, the X-Men saved the day. Oddly enough, Pete's there. Oh, the Fantastic Four are hanging out with like demigods from space. Spider-Man is there. But John, let me ask you this. Let me ask Please you something. Do. Uh, in 2021, would you agree that problematic language is in fact a thing? Certainly not for you, but I would say, yeah, for the general public. So let me just, I just randomly Googled Spider-Man quotes. Let's see. Now, mind you, when you do the similar search for, let's say, a Spider-Man, up, up, and away. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. I'll give he doesn't say that shit, and right. Google's just kind of dumb, but nonetheless yeah. tends to be positive, positive things. When we look up Spider-Man quotes on the Google machine, these have not been randomized. They've not been selected. I no, selected. I'm sure he didn't curate those responses at all. When another wealthy man who used to fight Daredevil decides that uh, suddenly Spider-Man has to get in the way and he's fighting Kingpin, Kingpin well, goes yeah. to attack him and he says from a notepad, 
because he wrote them down in preparation for a fight against the guy who's trying to take over the city. Uh, wait, wait, how about this one? Your belly button makes an echo. If you were a truck, you would have been a wide load sign. When you back up, we can hear a beeping sound. This man is uh, clearly not sensitive whatsoever to the plights of being a large man, despite that large man being Are you quite saying that he, the businessman. That he body shamed Kingpin? He, in fact, is body that shamed why Kingpin. We're here in and if court that's not, right, so no, no, no. If it was Your just Honor, that, can, if can it was just that, this up? objection, I want to make one more point. If it was please. only a so matter of, you. if it was only a matter of being rude to, uh, to a smaller group that, let's be honest, a lot of people take liberties with because they don't consider it a real problem or a real disease i would not refer to kingpin as small or anything but i'll, I'll go ahead i'll take I, your, point, your sure. honor your honor i would like <laughs> to highlight that on the record the jerk the the uh, i'm sorry this alleged uh prosecutor or or defense attorney <laughs> defendant rather, Sir. Is, is quite Defense the piece of shit. And he said, yeah, good job correcting me, Bozo. Yeah. How about this? Um. From the Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies, uh, talking to Bonesaw when he's trying to be rich and famous off of Bonesaw's hard work and dedication to the sport of uh -huh. professional wrestling. He says, that's a cute outfit. Did your husband give it to you? Spider-Man is also a homophobe on top of all his other issues, on top See, of all his other first of uh, all, ignoramuses. All right. Your Honor... Please, take you it, please take order in the court. Go please. right ahead. Go First ahead and defend. All, I will go ahead dangerous and language. I'm going to instantly debunk Charlie's trash accusations. First and first mostly, we do not need to be in this current court of law. I would like to have the, the honorable judge throw this case out into the streets where it belongs and also where my esteemed co-counselor belongs as well because the fact of the matter is this is a court for adults spider-man as he should properly be referred to you racist son of a bitch you know his name you call him his name i'm sure you probably called muhammad ali cassius clay as well you hateful son of a bitch anyway i'm gonna call him cassius of course you would in any case peter parker Whatever the accusations, weak as they might be, does not belong in this adult arena. He is a child, Charlie. A child. You're the kind of guy, if you're sitting on a plane, albeit if not in first class on your way to Hawaii like usual, you're at least sitting in the extra legroom seats. You're the kind of guy that if he gets a slight little... Ooh, a little tap on the back of his chair, turns around and starts screaming at the motherfucker like a monster, and it turns out it's just a little child. Charlie, sometimes, sometimes children do things that as an adult we would never do. Even more to the point, and I'd be more than happy to trot out some examples that Charlie boy was actually guilty of as well because I have the dents in my head to prove it. I am not on trial sometimes, here. I have yes. objection. Sometimes the self-same individual that might do something as a child, nay, even as a young adult, they might do or say something, even maybe handle themselves in such a way 
that as a more mature adult who has done a little bit of life living and now has a frame of reference for the choices that we make in life would never indeed do. I'm not saying that Peter Parker, ladies and gentlemen of the joy, I am not saying that Peter Parker is a perfect human being. I am saying that amongst being the most powerful of the earthbound heroes in the Marvel universe and undoubtedly having the most powerful villains uh, collection, rogues gallery, as it were. Yes, certainly they keep them certainly they keep them busy. I would say this, J. Jonah Jameson Jr. I would say this that anything he might have done or said that was questionable in his younger days was done by design by a certain genius by the name of Stanley. I mean, Stan Lee. He did this on purpose. He clearly was showing the fact that while an individual might be gifted by by God-granted circumstance powers to do things beyond that of mortal man, he indeed is not perfect. And that lack of perfection has consequences. However, it is not a sin nor a crime, even here in U.S. Comics Court, to fall. The only crime is to not get back up again. And I will say this, unless you're talking about the Spider-Gwen version, the only loser that didn't get up after she fell was Gwen. I rest my case. How dare you, sir? How very dare you? Ladies and gentlemen, heroes and villains of the court, I'll leave it to you in the comment section to duel this out. Peter Parker hero, Peter Parker pile of garbage because I would argue that the late, great, tremendous Stan Lee very, very simply knew what we all knew. Peter Parker is a social climbing, womanizing. That's not a crime, neither is that. Loser. Shut your mouth. Shut your mouth, counselor. (laughs) That's not me. It's the crowd, bro. I will tell you this. One time in court, Peter Parker pretended to be a black man to further embarrass my client, J. Jonah Jameson, because he is a rotten scoundrel. And amongst all his crimes, Peter Parker is also a liar. J. Jonah Jameson is your client. My, your mic cut out. Tell, Charlie, are you also an amateur astronaut? We clearly know who we can't trust. How dare you? Peter Parker and his lawyer John are liars, just like that dirty George <laughs> Lucas, because we all know. That I gotta agree with. Shot first. Even the clock is right twice a day, and this is Charlie's. Cheers, baby. Clink, clink. I made that too sweet. I made that too sweet. My dear brother, how dare you be so wrong in court? Start my time, because I get to go first. Choked on water. Should have had the drink while you're doing the giant uh, (laughs) arm thing, but I didn't. That still counts. My dear beloved brother, uh, we are living in, in, a, in a golden age of content. 
the content is still coming hot and heavy from every streaming service. Um, and, and it's like very easy to miss something. I mean, hell in your introduction, you didn't even mention sweet tooth dropping, which is absolutely Why would awesome. I mention sweet tooth in my quick introduction when I had an entire section about it? I just want to say for everyone who's keeping, uh, keep, <laughs> keeping count, I hope this is on the record. When you're sitting there and you're drinking in Sweet Tooth, the beauty, the majesty, the amazing storytelling that is Sweet Tooth, I want you to take a moment and give credit to yours truly because I told you. It's coming out. It's going to be great. So I will go ahead and gladly take the credit I was not given. Now. <laughs> ah, John's the best. Ah, he has such a big schwanz. So uh, while we were, while, while I was getting to absorb episode after episode of Sweet Tooth and just loving my time, <coughs> I took a quick break, got together with some friends, and I watched the new Disney live action uh, kind of side story, reimagining, uh, reimagination rather, prequel that is Cruella, which let's Cruella be honest, never better. Ooh, baby. Oh, all of a sudden now who's putting looks first? Interesting. Hey man, I also really like bitches who want to kill a bunch of Dalmatians, which brings up the internet being a moron <laughs> more moment of the week. Uh a lot of people had moment a lot of the week. A lot of people had a ton to say about Cruella specifically there were people and there were reviewers talking about how like how dare Disney uh give us a reason that this puppy murderer or would be puppy murderer has a sympathetic uh backstory <sighs> now first and first mostly why does yours your thing make that sound dude what that's uh, there's something wrong with me I'm we very gotta, unhealthy somebody hit the pause button we need a doctor is there a doctor in the house? Sweet no. relief, I'm Welcome. sure, is coming soon. But nonetheless, <laughs> uh, so there were reviewers who started off fucking hour-long reviews for a two-and-a-half-hour movie. It's too long. You got 15 minutes. Tell me if you liked it or not, you piece of garbage. In fact, don't tell me. I don't care that much, except for anecdotally. These people would go on long harangues. Reviewers <laughs> I trust. Reviewers What's I What's that like? I, I, you're, about, you're, you're currently living in it. Uh, they, these people couldn't get over the fact that Disney had the audacity to try to tell you a story that, in my opinion, was clear as day, not what we would normally refer to as a prequel. This wasn't like Cruella year one. It kind of was, but it very, very clearly took a lot of liberties with every version of the source material it wasn't directly related to any single one of them it borrowed elements from both but it really got me thinking about this so it, notion. it was like the superman returns of uh disney origin stories very much like it it very much <clears throat> lives on its own and maybe it's because i don't have uh an affinity for 101 dalmatians the live action or the cartoon i don't dislike them that or the dogs or the dogs, yeah, when they're on the back of a fire truck, adorable. Evil. Um, Evil. The bottom line is people kept throwing around this very weird notion that, like, it was unnecessary. And it got me thinking, man, every movie is unnecessary. 
Like what the what the fuck were they talking about? I mean, you, it's not it's not necessary. Uh, it's not unnecessary in terms of like making money, <laughs> which is clearly their their intention. And also, like it's Disney. Disney's like main thing is like, hey, we have money. these sacks of money. <laughs> How do we spend one sack to get four sacks of money? They're like Peter Parker socially. Um, or Charlie I, when it comes to sex. I know. How dare you? I just don't. I, I genuinely, I, I, that idea that I saw across the board on a lot of these reviews, well before they talked about whether or not they like the soundtrack or the acting or the right. visuals, which are all like, arguably, it's undeniable. The album is banger after banger. Well, the I, actors all do work. Full, full disclosure, I haven't seen the movie. Uh, because I'm not uh, the the 101 Dalmatians head that Charlie is. Well, However, that you're not a prepubescent girl. I will uh, I will say this though that a great many of our friends in common uh, who have you know who have appendages in that world cannot stop talking about the couture fashion of it all. Like the visuals of everything that was going on uh, were apparently unbelievable. So you know, like I mean, we are your our, our very own mother. I almost just said your mother. Uh, our very own mother has said as much that like she will watch shows or or you know stage productions and things like that purely for the clothes. So you know, there's when they say there's something for everyone. I mean, they 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 really really mean that. You know, whether it's whether you want to see a, a an animal uh, an animal hater get their comeuppance. If you just about if you're like Charlie and just about looks, you want to go see a lovely young lady, uh, do her thing on the big screen. Um, if you uh, if you're about clothes that change their colors with with fire, and you didn't get your fill with uh you know with uh, with Battle Royale with Lady Legolas shitty sequel. <clears throat> um, Battle Royale, the Battle the Royale version, guys. shitty it. sequel is so, the best um, way of talking was, about a franchise that made you, like two billion dollars. I appreciate that. None came from me though. So um I saw like look, the second one in theaters. Of course. Well, you saw 2016 Ghostbusters, so That's you are true. no I, example. I can't be trusted. <laughs> but that all being said, look, this is one of those movies that in, in actuality, whether a reviewer I also haven't read any reviews for it because reviewers are. <clears throat> um, this is one of those movies that clearly has something for a lot of people. I'm just not one of them, uh, so I didn't catch it. However, uh, you definitely raise a, a good point. I mean, in terms Thank of you. like, well, this what I and I, look, I was as surprised as anybody else. This is one of those. The the, the it's an interesting uh, it's an interesting hill to die in to say like, well, this is not a story that we needed. I mean, the fact of the matter is that there are people out there, a great many people who not just love the movie 101 Dalmatians, who love the live action Glenn Close adaptation, but who are, who love the character. The truth of the matter is people love to hate the bad guy. And by bad guy, I mean bad person. Um, so that being said, it's very often the case that your story's villain is head and shoulders, both literally and figuratively above your hero, or, you know, uh, 
whatever like your four-legged characters so a the, lot it, of the times they're the just reason, more interesting well that's what i'm saying they're they're more interesting characters and quite frankly they they kind of need to be because it's very easy to be like well that's the good guy I can see myself in that situation, but you know, though I'm not that interesting, and neither are you. But when you have a when you have a Skeletor, when you have a Cruella Deville, when you have like any of these like motherfuckers that belong on lunchboxes, you're like, oh, okay, I get it. Now I understand why that person needs to be, uh, you know, uh, kind of triumphed over. But that all being said, that's a two hour window, right? That person came from someplace so i would say the exact opposite is my opinion which really really is a good one is that those villains considering that they're they're most often the case more more interesting people yeah of course their uh origin stories need to be told not should be or could be they need to be need and should is the same thing but we'll pretend like it is but you, but again, that's the sort of level-headed thinking that I come to you for in this show. Because again, we have like our chat, chat great as always. Keep it up. Um, what up next? Disney's Gacy the Lovable Clown, <laughs> which as hilarious as that is, uh... I'm one of those people that like really, uh, I personally don't watch those documentaries. I don't watch those movies that are oh. real life villains. Boy, because of the reason. Not only do I watch them, I watch them immediately before going to bed, and then you wake up like two hours later, the second something. <laughs> <laughs> my my logic is and has always been, uh, yeah. very very simply like I don't fuck like fuck that guy. Like I'm sure it's interesting. There's enough fiction out there oh, you, that oh, I get no, my I get my fill. Some I, of I these. Was, I was. This is. I know the, this like, is unrelated. True crime podcast for years. But some of them. The, the, and I'll, I'll just quickly explain the reason why I'm, I'm the opposite of that. Uh, some of these characters are so out of this world, like so so beyond understanding of like how a person could be that, that should you see that in a fictional environment, regardless of how good the CGI is, no matter how good the dialogue is, no matter how smoking hot the the performer is uh, playing the part, you're just like, get the fucker, get out of here, come on. And they're like, no, John, uh, you know, King, King Henry was a real person. He really did marry. Eight, eight women and he killed like two of them. Come on, give me a break. Let's go. So, so no, when they say the truth is stranger than fiction, that's very much often the case. And, and look, you know, a lot of these characters, you frame them up in such a way that, yeah, they're, they're the mountain, right? If this was Lord of the Rings, they wouldn't be, you know, they, they'd be literally the mountain that you need to cross over with your little goofy hobbit feet. Uh, you know, never mind about Sauron or fucking witch Gelfling or Elf or whatever the fuck is chasing him down the block. Um, so, so no, no, I, I, uh, I simultaneously disagree with them and agree with Charlie for once. Well, yeah, it's it's refreshing actually. <laughs> let me just let me just throw some ideas out there, <clears throat> and you tell me if you find them more or less interesting than a potential franchise sequel. Uh, would you rather? Now, this isn't one of those sequel or prequel. Either. Either. Oh, okay. What we're doing is I'm going to give you a, a, a villain concept mm. and I want you, and then I'll give you like the equivalent. I'll make it easy one or two. All right. You, you have to play in such a game on this lovely episode of us comics cast. Give, give me the parameters again. You're going to give me, I'm uh, going to give you two options for a film. movie. 
You're going to oh, get okay. two options a for a movie, A or B. Understood. I just want you on instinct. You must see one. You're at the movie theater. You got your popcorn. One? You got your drink. A two. You, exactly one? right. Gotcha. Would you rather see a movie about the origin of Shredder or would you rather see another Ninja Turtles film? Shredder all day of the week and twice on Sunday. Would you rather see a documentary on John Cena or Vincent Kennedy McMahon, the biggest bad guy of them all? I mean, look, I would not just go to see the Vince movie, I would produce it uh, out of pocket. Um, I, it's an open often. And I realize he's a billionaire, but Connecticut is pretty close. So I'm in. Would you rather see, uh, would, we're getting a new live action Master of the Universe? Uh, can you edit out my answer to be <laughs> the first say that I would see the Cena movie, but then I couldn't see it when I sat down because it's just a missed opportunity. Wait, wait, I'll, I'll edit so it. I'll angry. edit it. John, would you rather see C Nation, the real John Cena story, or the Vincent Kennedy McMahon? I'll go see gonna... the Cena movie, but then I couldn't see it. Hey, oh, you know what? Wasn't as good. Wasn't as good as I thought. Would you rather see? Now, this could be a hard one for you. Would you rather see a Power Rangers movie or a Lord Zed movie? Oh, criminy. Oh, he looks is so having, cool. Don't bullshit. Is having testicular molars removed an option? Like some not. form of testicular root canal a possibility? Because I would indeed choose that. But no, uh, to your point, I would go see the Zed movie. But in my brain, as I was paying for the ticket, I would tell myself it's actually a Zed uh, from Pulp Fiction movie. So that at least I got my bonbons, I got my popcorn. And uh, until the movie starts, I'd be happy. I don't understand. And this is really what I'm... Uh, math. As, uh, I just fucking certainly not <laughs> math. And I like, do accounting for a living. Um, what, what? Sorry, folks. What do you think the malfunction is with reviewers that they, out of one side of their mouth, are like, Joker's the shit. And hmm. then these same people... It, like, I checked. It wasn't... 90%, 100% of the people that were like, fuck the idea, even of Cruella, but hooray for Joker. Why is it? And what was really interesting, Joker, which a lot of people very accurately was like, it's like Taxi Driver in the DC Universe, kind of. Yeah. Which is fucked up. And like, said Don't I get like, like a nickel every time you quote me to myself? I, I think so. And they, okay. like a lot nice. of people were like, fuck nickel. yeah, Taxi Driver, but Joker. Woo, nickel. Dun, 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 dun. These same people were like, Cruella DeVille, but it's really Devil Wears Prada. <laughs> like you fucking hypocrite turds. Why, why I cannot wrap my head around this nice. unironic, like hypocrisy. I understand that it's more fun to hate stuff. I understand it's more fun to be like, that actress is pretty and fun and talented. Fuck her. And then when Disney's like, we instantly gave it a sequel, they're like, but the fucking box office was low, regardless of the pandemic. I don't. I, Why I is like, everyone calling themselves two fisted? Everyone in my head is a shitty skiing. puppet. I'm like Every those old Rocky punches, those boxing puppets. Like, Just like a, like a fighting nun in Charlie's. <laughs> yeah, which by you the think way, that those... you. 
Oh, went to Catholic school. Not, not those, those fucking uh, boxing puppets would have put together a better fight than Mayweather and YouTube Boy. Holy shit. That was the worst WWE pay-per-view I've ever seen. Uh, that fucking Once again, my shit. record is unsullied because I would never... Like, like Samuel Jackson's character, he doesn't know that sewer rat tastes like pumpkin pie because he wouldn't eat the filthy motherfucker. I am in that jules category because i wouldn't watch it i'll say this charlie <clears throat> i think it's very interesting that many of these goofball quote-unquote reviewers uh who are uh, have less credentials than either one of us because at least we literally have gotten plastic credentials mailed to us because of our creative writing and by our i mean yours and by writing i mean emails um we at least can say like look no these are actual credentials i would say it's more than anything funny because these goofy bastards are actually behaving like little junior villains themselves so i would say to this if the jury hasn't made its way all the way out to the parking lot as of yet i would say that in all likelihood they are trying to kind of get ahead of the curve and they're talking about these like uh villain properties knowing that they're actually talking about their own ilk. They can see themselves in these doo-doo situations. However, uh, to counter their nonsensical, poorly crafted points, I would uh, simply argue that the villain's story is far more important ultimately than whatever introduced us to this group of characters. Because what's interesting is, uh, and obviously it's I'm not putting it away, Whoever the hero is of your story, them defeating the villain is a feel-good moment. It absolutely is. But I literally can't think of anyone in reality or even in some of the greatest fictions that every creator that came before us has handed down. No creator that's worth their salt, and that was once a form of a currency, uh, no creator that's worth their salt We'll just give us a character that's a fucking dick out of nowhere. It's not Juck and Ferk status out of the blue. They don't wake up thinking, I'm going to be the worst person this story has ever heard of today for no good reason. Motivation is far more important to some of these, not all, but some of these stories than any of the action beats. Uh, or, or you know, uh, trick photography, clothes that change color on a fight. Like that stuff is all that. That's that's the sizzle. That's not the steak, right? The steak is in the motivation. If this was the Peter Parker trial, your motiv your your motivation for his bad behavior would have been far more compelling than your crappy stories. But that all being said, I, I can't think of a better example. And I'll keep, I'll wrap it up quickly and hand it back. Uh, you wanna you wanna give me a, a an origin story about why somebody's doing stupid shit and you keep it in the disney family fucking hades fucking hades in the hercules which is one of the best disney cartoons bar none soundtracks please bitch hold my beer or hold my microphone because it's got a banging a banging r&b uh soul soundtrack but give me hades oh hades he's such a jerk Oh, Hades, he behaved so badly. Oh, Hades, he's voiced by a real-life son of a bitch that had a school renamed because he was such a dick in a fictional cartoon world. 
That being said, Quahog notwithstanding, um, Hades would be a great origin fucking story. Here you have the eldest son to be born in a very traditional Greek family, gets eaten up by his Titan father, is unfortunately the last to be regurgitated out, and then his goofy younger brother, who just does dumb shit all the time, Zeus ends up taking shit over. And Hades is like, yo, what the fuck? And Zeus is like, nah, 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 baby. It's cool. You're going to be the ruler of the uh, underworld. So much so that the actual underworld is going to be fucking called Hades. If that doesn't make a dude a bad guy, if that's not motivation for doing some uh, for doing some sketchy shit to little Hercules, I don't know what does. Give me the origin movie for Hades. Uh, you can even have Homegirl play the part too. I'm cool with it. Whatever. Blind casting. Ask, I'm okay. Let me ask you this. This is going to be the last thing I want to. I want to mm. just. Uh, is there any character whose reason? For being a piece of shit. Let's say the sequel to Cruella Deville, Cruella <laughs> 2 Electric Boogaloo. That shit could be her eating puppies. And when she takes a bite out of that first puppy, I'm gonna throw the flag on the play and I'm gonna be like, baby, yeah. baby, no. Like, don't do it. If yeah. anything, we can't kiss now. You got puppy breath. I would argue it would make the hurt that much more spectacular and worthwhile if you make me love her first if i love a yeah. character and it's then a, that it's character a, it's a fall down character it's, do it's now I, it's do... a, a sympathetic uh heartbreaking character so she didn't just do bad shit she broke charlie's heart on her way to the uh, going on. Fun fact. That's that's like Cruella's you know. Cruella's middle name Stephanie, because there's a theme in my life. Uh, but sincerely, I just I can't. You Peter so, Parker motherfucker. You. It's so <laughs> obvious that these like they. It's almost as if people think, oh, if I fall in love with a the character, they must. The it's storytelling 101. The more you love someone when they fucking are ripped away from you and still alive when when if they did a Keldor movie Skeletor when he was frankly looked a lot like beautiful John, um you do a Keldor movie and the whole Starring movie, John. You're like you're like fuck yeah Keldor you're the shit if it ends with him being like ah fucking skeleton face fuck this little he-man bitch you're gonna be like whoa 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 not even skeleton skeleton face the pure rancor that he throws his poor bumbling sidekicks way. He, dude, you want to talk a, about like he's a abusive. real Peter Parker about it. They no 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 fucking beast man, merman, skunk or they they would be at fucking uh, um Snake Mountain's PR department. Oh, uh, they're they're. <laughs> the joke is too funny for you to get it out. Try again. They're PR. I'm just saying that that there will be uh, uh, cases upon cases going to his lawyer. And look, I'll 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 stand up in court for Peter Parker because Lord knows I can get there much faster faster than blind ass Matt Murdock. But I don't even know if my abilities can defend. You know they say like criminals come in like oh go, you know wear a certain color suit and tie. Yeah. Uh, you know don't don't have this scowl on, have a certain haircut. What are you supposed to do when you're defending Skeletor? You're like oh shit. 
Put this fucking piece of bologna over your face. Put a and just... bow on his skull head. Um, you know what the real problem is? Have you ever read the bio cards on the back of He-Man toys? Stinkor's real name is Jeff Stevenson. Skeletor <laughs> just calls him Stinkor, and he can't control that shit. He's oh, a no. skunk. It's real fucked. Beast Man's Jerry. My dear Skeletor. brother. Skeletor is basically... A mobster from an 80s movie where he just like picks the worst thing about somebody and that's the name. Hey, little on big toe. Hey, I fucked your mother. Hey, come over here, George. George. Hey, I fucked your mother. <laughs> that is the best, worst thing I've ever heard. My dear brother. Uh, yes. Yeah. This episode of U.S. Comics Cast, and dare I say, every episode of U.S. Comics Cast would be absolutely impossible without our favorite sponsors the people who sure. allow us to keep this show going because it's not just liking the show it's not just sharing the show it's not just commenting in our comment section but all that stuff certainly helps keep the it lights is, on it's part of it's that our wonderful wonderful sponsors my dear brother why don't you start us off tell us about one of our lovely sponsors oh, today it's so easy because we're already here on facebook over at Facebook Gaming, which is just two lefts and a right from this podcast. Uh, it's Sergeant Finesse, two streams a day, outstanding gaming content, supporter games, giveaways, contests. Do not be a sucker. Matter of fact, today, on top of the gaming, even throw us a bomb battlefield trailer that's had it on the way. Maybe going to change up the game that we're going to be playing for a little bit. Uh, go ahead, check them out today. Throw them a like, a follow. Consider becoming a supporter. If you need to pick me up, though, real simple. Follow the white rabbit over to sneakenergy.com. Use code SGT at checkout. If you're looking for some fresh new gear, ooh, like this groovy motherfucker, yeah. go over to geeksunleashed.com. Use code SARGE at checkout there. When Sarge is on deck, yes, salute. GG, son. And now that you're able to sit at home, you can sit on your phone, you could watch him over on Facebook gaming. You need something to do now that the weather's so nice. What's better than rolling down all the windows, heading down to your favorite summer locale and cranking up the volume on some of your favorite tunes? Well, mm -hmm. you could listen to one of the greatest bands in all, the multiverse. And that, of course, is Bad Mary. You can find them on Instagram, on Twitter, and on Facebook over at Bad Mary Band. You can support them financially over on patreon.com forward slash bad mary and my favorite part is they are available on each and every streaming service so you can drop up your phone after the show look up bad mary they're there dropping the hits baby bad mary they're not just big in japan they can be big in your hometown too also as well as that's right my dear brother Yes. Are you ready for your time <sighs> to start? Why don't you go ahead and start my time now? Kadoosh. Nice. Time started, sucker. Straight official kids. Um, as Charlie said, there's a lot of content floating around uh floating around the atmosphere nowadays. And um we're we're coming across this kind of like a, I don't I don't know if you'd want to call it a trend or, it's one of those things where like uh, like if you remember learning something the year the last year in math class right before they they it wrapped it up for this for the uh, for the calendar year that's always like the first lesson that they teach 
the next school year, like when like nobody really wants to be there, still kind of nice outside, but when you wake up, it's a little, ooh, it's a little nippy. Um, that's the way I feel about these uh, flicks that are coming out. So obviously, again, we know that Loki dropped today. And Loki, I have yet to Which see is minute weird, one. Because it's a Wednesday. <laughs> Wednesday, but that's going to be, it's going to be Wednesday releases, if I'm not mistaken. Correct. Uh, for at least this show. Um, but Loki automatically had something for me because, you know, I am into the conspiracy theories. And I'm you not, love a brown tie. I do indeed. Who doesn't? Come on. Let's go. Um, I'm not saying that I'm a conspiracy theory uh, believer. I don't swallow them whole like fucking Bruce uh, from Jaws. Uh, I do, however, I, I will drink them in as e even if it's purely entertainment. Like, ah, oh, that's funny. Imagine if that was true. More in that capacity. And clearly Loki is examining all of these like uh, uh, urban legends and conspiracy theories. And Owen fucking Wilson is in there. There's a lot of stuff going on. But this is one of those things where something's coming. You're like, hey, I have a good foundation to walk into this with. So I will probably, if I was a betting man, and I am, and I'm in New Jersey, if I was indeed a betting man, uh, I would go ahead and put my money on John liking this, which is the equivalent of betting red. <laughs> um, you have pretty good chances, right? Uh, that's actually the way that I feel about the upcoming What If series. Oh, now, yes. it is a brilliant concept for a show for several reasons. Allow me to ramble. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you first, know what? Do it. I'm going to crack over First and first mostly um it's an animated series and we already know going all the way back to uh, um going back to the animatrix uh or uh you know we were just recently talking about love death robots like animation allows you to do certain things in a restricted period of time and also bounce around you like you don't need to use the same set until that shit falls apart you needed a giant fucking uh, a green bowl to to you know broadcast your surroundings like mandalorian you don't need any of that basically all you need is a good computer and a mouse that's got live batteries in it and you can create what you need to create so what if the series is able to recreate many of the comic what ifs that i grew up loving and even come up with some completely new ones but they have the luxury of not needing to drag the actors that we already know back in front of the cameras. No, 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 no. They put them in front of their very own snowball that they got from Charlie a hundred years ago, and they can just recite their lines, and the, the rest of the magic is done by the good folks at Marvel Disney. That being said, uh, we have What If Coming. My, my genius, beautiful mind immediately started rolling down the road like the ice cream truck for the first time of the season, and you just got your dolly like oh my fucker nobody carries cash anymore but oh my god i got a dollar in my jeans pocket that's been lost 27 times that i knew exactly where it was and i dug it out is it a ball and i just uh, uh, just running down the street dragging the poor dogs behind me yes i immediately went there and thought hmm what are the other what if stories Nay, even the else world stories, because as we all know, as the comic book geeks that we are, uh, what if was Marvel's brand 
of these hypothetical stories that took characters that we knew or thought we knew and put them in different circumstances, gave mantles to different people, uh, changed histories around, what have you. Uh, DC had a very similar, uh, albeit uh, identical concept, and theirs was called Elseworlds. Now, what's really interesting to me is that some of these ended up becoming canon because they were so popular. Uh, the, the translation when it went over to movies, no one can argue that what we're seeing in many, many cases from the Marvel Cinematic Universe is really the ultimate uh, universe fleshed out, you know, all cosplayed up. Um, but uh, again, uh, I digest. Um, I started thinking about all those other stories that are out there, the what ifs, the, uh, um, the else worlds that just need to happen. Now, I don't, knowing Charlie the way that I know him, uh, if I asked him right now, giving him plenty of time to scroll, what is his absolute favorite favorite Elseworld slash what if story what would he tell me now that i've given him plenty of time you know it's going to be red sun red, red sun. sun does everything or what for me and again i won't eat up too much of your time but for yeah. me the perfect what if or the perfect Elseworlds tale is one in which it perfectly highlights the character it's it's like what if spider-man was a, a crook like all right what if iron man was in uh fought along king arthur i'm like okay what you really get me is like the whole world has like one fucking butterfly flap and everything's different so red sun for me the brilliance of it compared to even something else i love which is like uh injustice gods among us where That's the two. what if is, is he, like folks he's given us two but it's fine we'll, we'll give him latitude it's fine God. but what mm -hmm, i'm please. saying is like injustice is like well it ultimately boils down to like what if superman was a dick Red all Sun, of the, all Red... of the injustice uh series is exactly the same concept fun fighting games though exactly. um but for me what's really dope about red sun is it's like okay he lands in russia ussr fucking wins because he's superman but then slowly but surely the superman-ness not only it doesn't revert to what we know it never goes away He's yeah it was always, always there it's 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 this beautiful that, that comic story. could have been called Superman Nature versus Nurture. Um, and, and it, that's a it, it was way one of those it. it was one of those conversations. You know, like you can imagine the elevator pitch for a lot of these stories. And uh, you know, it's it's interesting that you went there, Charlie, because uh, the fact of the matter is that I did not think that that was going to be your answer. Look, obviously, anything with Superman on the cover. It's oh, always going to be a good you, where guess. Where did you think I was going? I thought you were going to go with the grooviest Ooh. of answers when I was going to, and I thought you were going to say it was indeed Ash uh, slash Army of the Dead versus Marvel Zombies. Marvel Zombies, which is in of itself uh, its own separate what if. Like, you know what's really popular right now? <laughs> Fucking zombies. You know what That's might the... be cool? As the elevator is going down to the parking lot, you That's know what if what if, if all it, the Marvel heroes and villains were zombies? Oh, that's like in two thousand one. If they were like, I don't know if all, the, 
What if all the Marvel characters loved skateboarding and being radical? Like that's how easy that idea is. They they actually did that with the extreme um, Looney Tunes. They're like, yeah, no, we'll make them all fucking black and edgy. It'll be really great. Uh, but yeah, I thought Charlie was indeed going to go with that grooviest of answers. Look, it's it's one of mine. Obviously, I'm a big fan uh, of uh, of uh, Evil Dead, Army of Darkness, Ash. Uh, he is indeed the man. And any Sam Raimi movie that you're ever going to see, look for Ash, because I promise you, he is indeed there. Um, but but look, there's a, there's a ton of I, I and uh, all joking aside, I did I I did think that you were going to go with a Superman centric story, uh, but I thought you were going to go with Kingdom Come. Rather, I should say DC World. Uh, I thought you were going to go with Kingdom Come. Kingdom Come might be the it's debatable. I'm going to say it's the biggest, right? The most epic in scale of the the what ifs, else worlds, uh, shenanigans very that was. Out. It's it is so it. That's one of those like, that wasn't an elevator pitch. That was like, that was like an Apple uh, new uh, unveiling of a product meeting. Like just somebody had the stage. The entire arena is filled up. Um, but I'll, I'll go ahead. I'll throw. Uh, I'll throw I'll throw actually another one which is which is completely I know for a fact going to be unique because you didn't come up uh, in comics really when I did my heyday because I'm so obviously young. the Makes sense. Mm, no no mm, wasn't that uh, you were just doing really dumb shit at the time um, my like heyday heyday where I could get comics at will that I wanted granted I grew up in the in the 80s and there was amazing comic book stuff going on but I was still kind of dependent upon mom and pop's uh, wallet to, in terms of like what I got or like what comics I could borrow slash lift over Elliot or Jason, um, our cousins. When I came into my own as a comic book purchaser was in the mid nineties where I could get myself to the shop. I could buy what I wanted to buy. And uh, there was a fucking uh, what if slash elseworlds slash crossover, whatever you want to call it known simply as Deathmate. And anyone who's unfamiliar, fucking Deathmate was a was it was like a series. It, was, it wasn't done in just one comic, but it was a it was a what if Elseworlds type story and it was a crossover between Valiant Comics and Image Comics, what comprised Image Comics at the time. And you had to to this day it's one of the most visually compelling images uh, that that I've ever seen. So, um, you know, if you're ever looking for it, again, they, they go by colors. And they're like, oh, uh, fucking uh, Deathmate number one. No. You're like, oh, do you have Deathmate black? And you're going to get this one particular comic. Or you're like, oh, do you have Deathmate blue? And you're going to get a different comic. And each one has certain characters that are uh, interlaced from each universe. And it's a totally new story. It's a to it's totally outside of their canon. It's not their world. Um, but um, fucking Deathmate Black, which which kicked it off, um, it it has like two of their primary characters embraced, and and as a as like a as a young gentleman in the mid nineties, you know, eighteen, seventeen uh, years old, I was oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. there is some there are some feelings stirring in the old belly because um, That's fucking boy became a man. Void, the character of Void looks like if Seven of Nine 
was wearing some skin tight shit under her 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 regulation issued federation uh uniform uh she is so fucking like just like uh, like a like a little boy a uh, teenage boy's fantasy yeah, drawn like out Parker and reflective would, like try to yeah, date yeah. her cause... and also like me like John Rivera also and then uh fucking Solar or Solar however you want to pronounce it he's the lucky son of a bitch now what's interesting is this is one of those stories where um like if Solar was uh, in law school his poor wife is like waitressing at night to put him through law school. And then he finally passes the bar and he's like, Oh, I'm going to be a lawyer. I'm going to be rich. And she gets hit by a bus. That's in essence what they did. Um, they kill off the love of his life just so he can hook up with fucking Boyd. Who's maybe the hottest, uh, hottest did, chick in the entire, entire so, comic did book world. Solar write his own, like, <laughs> he might, like, like yeah, he wrote he might the have. comic. Oh you no, know, my wife's dead. What a piece of That's actually so. one of his uh that's one of his powers. He's a he's a great writer. But uh, in any case, this was one of those things where like, look, image was that were the new guys on the block, but they were like their stories were isolated. There were pocket stories, which you know helped when you wanted to tell a story just within the bounds of one issue. Here you had Rip Claw coming in contact with like, I mean, it, it was just great. Bottom line is just great. So that, that would be one of those, um, you know, adaptations that I would fucking love to see in one form or another. And images, you know, they're they're starting to wake up. They're they're I, getting some stuff out I there. I love when when companies when when not the big two explore these kind of different twists, even when they're just like small and cheeky. IDW did an amazing, uh, I think it was a four issue miniseries for Ghostbusters, where it was like, what if they didn't think to cross the streams? Like, the notion of the first Ghostbuster film is like, don't do this. And in the final moments of the film, they're like, fuck it, let's do it. So instead, they don't. And, like, Gozar, Gozar wins. So there's, like, a bunch of little Stay Puffs running around just Aim a the pain in everyone's ass. Uh, and it's, like, this great story of, like, oh, this sucks. Right. This really Dude, blows. Was, was the end of the comic just fucking Ray, like, hanging himself? Just hang, yeah. It was just Peter punching him about the head, neck, and chest. Yeah, you I can see bitch, that. My girlfriend's a dog forever, you bastard. Uh, like, oh, the end of the world, Valentine's Day. Has there ever been Bummer. ones, though, that, like, for the most part, almost every issue of What If makes me, at bare minimum, curious. Even, like, the dumb ones. Like, they keep giving Punisher the symbiote. They're just like, what if Punisher was also Iron well, Man so he could kill every mobster super easily? But it, it, that that's that's relatively simple because in essence what they're saying is, oh, what if Punisher was Captain America? What if Punisher was, uh, you know, fucking fill in the blank? What you're really saying is, what if this character that you know has no moral fucking compass? And it's funny too because fucking uh, um, Venom and Frank Castle are basically the same fucking uh, character as it is. What they is just guns, use different methods. Yeah, exactly. He's like, oh shit! Instead of shooting him in the face uh, with a bullet, I can shoot him in the face with an extension of my arm. Cool, 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 cool. Like, there's nobody left. Yeah, I will say this though: the what if uh, the Punisher killed the I Marvel universe? I'm like, damn! That's one of those comic covers where you're like, you see uh, Punisher <laughs> standing over just deaded out heroes right and left. And you're like, that's just not gonna happen in the. 
Oh, oh shit, really? Oh, that's the oh, it only, did happen in the cover. That's the, the only first time. time that a cover didn't lie to me. Holy shit. Here's my money. I really also love when like the the kind of central concept is dumb and then i still buy the book and then by the end of it i'm like no it's fucking totally right like why did i just give them four bucks what if namor was born on land is one of the most fucking boring comics i've ever read like why would i even bother there, there are brand loyalty there are you there are literal like analogies that are used that are that concept like what if namor was born on land what if fucking birds were born in the ocean? Like, what if fish were born up in nesting trees? Like, that's the dumbest shit ever. Now, I will say this. Sometimes I also, as well as, will pick up a comic thinking, I'm probably not going to like this very much. However, the uh, uh, the buzz, that's what gets me. It's it's not so much like, oh, it's like people the, who, the hype. Who, the hype gets me, right? Like, what do you mean? Like, what do you mean it's sold out? I'll take that fucking first second printing. Uh, it's one of those fucking Gotham by Gaslight. Oh. I didn't go in expecting like this is gonna be fucking straight fire, especially because as much as I like uh, Hellboy, I don't particularly like that illustration style. It works for Hellboy, but if yeah. you had come to me and said, "Okay, we're gonna give you other DC characters drawn," uh, um. Drawn, drawn in the Magnola style, I'm like, no, thank you. But it works so well in that Victorian setting that I just, it was one of those rare situations where I had to say, oh, you know what? I was wrong. I was wrong. What about Superman's secret oh, identity? Fonzie. Where they're just like, nope, this bitch woke up and he's, he's Superman. Cat. It's so dope. No, no, no. I mean, the the uh, I fucking had it in front of me, and then of course I closed it. But they did a oh, the funniest motherfucker there is. I hate you so much. I hate how much you love yourself. Like, does I feel like your therapist randomly is just like, enough, man. It's okay. It's it's okay, John. It's not your fault. therapist. Like, let let's take down the self love notch. Just a couple. Just to, just. Turn it down a little bit. My therapist has said to me, like, not a stand-up act. Like, what's <laughs> what's the framing up this story for 10 minutes? Charlie <laughs> walks in, he's like, hey, no respect over here. No respect. But no, in Superman's Secret Identity, a wonderful what Elseworlds tale that has a terrible follow-up. The concept is like, it's our world. Comics exist. The Superman comics exist. Then this motherfucker suddenly has Superman's powers. And it's kind of tracking what he happened to be named Clark Kent as well. And then Tom Foolery ensues. That should have been his first clue. Like, oh, my name's Clark Kent. Just try to fly. Tell Anyone that. who hears my voice now, if your name is Clark Kent, do us all a favor. Not from like the third or fourth floor, but like maybe like a first floor rooftop. Try just... Try to fight. You Dude, never know. Listen, listen right here. People, you never know. People, look at me. I'm gonna, I'm gonna look right into the camera for this. Uh, Nick Cage's son, Kalel Cage. Do not try to fly. Yeah. Look here. What's Your funny is just because weird. you know Nick Cage himself has tried already. So, like that's that's a lesson learned situation. Um, unless you have one in your in your back pocket, one of the one of said comics that caught me completely unprepared 
was fucking the new frontier. Oh my god! And I oh. will admit, I will admit that um, if you, oh, I'll put it this: if you came to me and said, "Oh, uh, if you have a large epic uh, scale story that's told from the perception, uh, from the perspective of how Jordan and uh, uh, John Johns, Martian Manhunter." I, I wouldn't have even let you finish the sentence before you got five across the face. What? 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 And then I'm like, oh, no, but also as well as it takes place like just after the Korean War. I'm like, I, for, I forgot that that was a war till you just said that shit right now. But the truth of the matter is. I know the words you say in words, but I don't that, like the order they're in. That era. Basically, they should have said, okay, well, what if we gave you two underappreciated characters in like the time of Mad Men? I'm like, oh, take this money right now. Uh, it is. I love your uh, flip flops. I love un- how, like, not oh, yeah. only do you go in, you go all, you like tore off your shirt. You're I'm just like, oh, only left. I'm just going left. Yeah. On the right. Going right. Holy fuck, the left. Let's go right. I will flip faster than I flop. You have a new frontier tattoo over your heart. <laughs> In which case, flopping is the way to go. Um, I fucking love that. The era is great. The art style is great. There's a lot of reasons to to be there. But it's very rare that you have something, a story like this that's so big, where like each of the mini subplots are also great. So there's one large overarching story happening but each little subplot like every single participant pulls you in it's it's fucking dynamite it really is dynamite and and i i know my list was kind of like dc heavy but you know we've already uh, acknowledged we're we're far from marvel zombies ourselves i mean that's very true i will say the minute that like with the marvel it's relatively i don't want to say it's easier but it's like, again, I, I know some people love it, but like when they were like, what if Superman was found by the, the, the Waynes and he's Batman? I'm like, shut up. But the minute you're like, Peggy Carter is Captain America, I'm like, yay! Or, or, or literally, uh, there was one, there was a rumor that the whole gimmick was like, what if Uncle Ben was... Uh, uh, I almost said Robert Downey Jr. Tony Stark. <laughs> like the whole concept is Peter's parents are Peter's parents. They die, except his aunt and uncle are fucking Tony and Pepper. And it's That's like, weird. it's like, oh, the like movies kind of do that. And then it wound up being bullshit. But it was yeah, like, not really. I did, I did see, um, they had like a very nuanced what if where it was what if Aunt May died. And Uncle oh. Ben lived, and that well, that that was one of those. But you know what it is like. That's one of those stories where, on the surface, you're like, "So fucking what?" So they eat out. They they have uh, TV dinners more so, but like basically everything else is the same. No, not it's at like all. Whereas, <laughs> no, no. Whereas, like um, Aunt May was always like, "Don't do it, Peter." Like, I need you to be safe and this other thing. Fucking Uncle Ben is like, "Get out there, bro." Like we need, like what happened to May can't happen uh, ever again. That's a prime example. Like, go get him. Oh. You know, he was the first one to say, "Go get him, Tiger." And the Mary Jane was like, hmm, 
That's not only, bad. Only I'm go ahead said, and use that shit. Go get them like you're a tiger and kill those father muckers. That, see, again, that would almost make yeah. Spider-Man, like, interesting and not a piece of shit. My dear brother, what yeah. a fantastic comment. What a fantastic topic i want our lovely people listening and watching at home to please let us know in the comment section make sure you leave a review all of our social media can be found at us comics cast we're on twitter we're on instagram we're of course on the facebook machine where anywhere you need to find us you can hear the audio only version of the show each and every wednesday morning it becomes wednesday the show's waiting for you that is the u.s comics guarantee unless we don't do it in which case it's gonna be like 1205 because i did it too late my dear brother there is only one way we end this and each and every episode of u.s comics and why don't you tell the beautiful people how it is we do that thing that we do it is so simple first you gotta turn the power on then you gotta turn the volume Boo! up tune bed mary and open up the window wide and scream out into the night sky save your space girl we out